But doesn't that make you think that you need to focus on internal factors instead of these external variables? Yeah, but the only way I fix my internal thing is just by punching. I punch at the organs. <laughs> I hit my stomach. Oh, worry tummy. Just punch at it. Punch, punch, punch. Wait, wait what's worry tummy? What's worry tummy? Well, that's anxiety. I call it worry tummy. Punch at your worry tummy with your fist. Welcome to your life. There's no turning back. Even while we sleep, we will find you acting on your best behavior. Turn your back on Mother Nature. Everybody wants to rule the world. I don't understand how people create podcasts. <laughs> what do you mean? Well, I mean, half these people have never even uh, finished school and then I see them. How, how do they plug the wires in? It's so complicated. <laughs> You're referring to your own issues with wires, right? Mate, I, I'm worried about the internet now, hey? Why? Well, because right then when you spoke it, it went, <laughs> and then disappeared. It got all garbled. Man, don't do that to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that to me, brother. I think I think we're gonna have issues. I don't think so, man. I think it's gonna be fine. Have you got the new internet installed? Is it like are you running off the? No, nah, man. Now that I realise we can use our phone, I've, I'm saving money. I'm not even bothering. <laughs> That's so concerning. And now I I suffer the consequences of this fucking decision. Yeah, it's actually running like a it's running like a piece of shit. I might have to move my phone somewhere else, a bit higher up or something. Yeah. Okay. Bear with me. All right. Yeah, man, talk. Yeah, how's that? Yeah, look, fundamentally, if you're going to have a pod, you probably need the internet. <laughs> if you are intending. <laughs> yeah. Mate, it's, it's, I didn't even hear you fully. Hey, we're going to have to start. Just bear with me. Yeah. It yeah, might we'll... actually just be this headset. How bad was the noise bleat last time? Try this. Go. Talk. Yeah. Yeah, what What do you mean? Yeah. That's not going to make it better. Oh, okay, yeah, it's just um, after being perfect last time, it must have been because it was a weekend and there was no um, no one else uh, using signals. I don't know. I don't think that would have been the case. Are you... Um, is, is it just your phone that's used or are you using uh, your phone's internet through another device? No, 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 man. Like, my phone worked so well last time, and now it's um, it's very slow. Let me check the speed on it before we start, yeah. because it's just going to fuck me up. Speed test. Watch this. Suddenly, it would just be dog shit. Last time I sent it, you were so proud of me. 21 megabytes per second, 23. That should be all right. What's the What's number the that you always worry about? The ping. Oh, there you go. Something's fallen off. <laughs> Dude, I love it that uh, two people have signed up. We're now going to do it all the time. Immediately, it's not. The ping latency is one megabytes per second. That's not, a, that's, that's, not, that's not possible. That doesn't make sense. That's not how they measure latency. What does it say? Well, internet connection is fast. You should have no problem doing podcasts. <laughs> I didn't say that. 
what's it's good yeah as, uh, are you running like more devices off the phone or something you now? know what i'm gonna do you know what i'm gonna do i'll try run it through my mobile can we start again yeah yeah yeah, yeah. this is better i'll, I'll I, I think what i'll do is watch this <clears throat> Oh, damn shit. The official language is English, man. We'll be speaking Patois this year's Jamaican Commonwealth Games Federation meeting. Yeah, yeah. Hello? <laughs> Bro. How's that? Okay, mate. That's why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just running off the phone, not through. Yeah, yeah. That's gonna work way better. For it's you. just uh, that additional laptop fucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just uh, the processor gets involved. That's that's <laughs> with me. That's I, lo- I love, I love you identifying tech issues. You're like, you, you spit out the strangest jargon I've ever heard, man. You're like, you know, when you hook up to I the try- laptop, there's the processor gets involved, dude. You know, it's all fucked up. It's uh it's as soon as there's keystrokes in there, man, like the, it's a, it's a screen, dude. It's one of those, it's one of those OLEDs, you know, the OLEDs can't handle the signal. Uh, mate, well, I tell you like, thank fuck this is like this because the early, I think the first 70 episodes, we haven't even done 70. <laughs> We're running like this. And it was like, I've got extreme mania and then I can't really hear you either. And I was like, fucking hell, man. How am I going to... Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, dude, well, you know what? We've gone to weekly and uh, we've run out of material. So I'm sorry to the new <laughs> Patreons because nothing's happened. <laughs> it's hard to produce. Did you see this... Um did you see Victoria's cancelled their Commonwealth Games? Did you see this? Who's, who's cancelled it? Victoria. Victoria. Why'd they cancel it? Lack of interest? They had it for 2026 and they they just announced today. They were like, oh, it actually looks more expensive than we thought, so we're just not going to do it. Dude, I, that is that. Ultimately, it's just a, a, medal, a medal award ceremony. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know how many people compete. I mean, good on you if you've won a uh, Commonwealth medal, but um, I've met hundreds. <laughs> Every second party, someone's going, yeah, I've got, you know, I've obviously had a great sport background. I'm like, what? <laughs> you won against uh, the colonisers? Good on you. Good on you. And you know what I mean? Like, they just removed the USA out. They removed China. I'm like, hey, I don't know if you've checked the Olympics, but that's where all the good teams are. So, like, it's great. <laughs> That you found this subset where you wait for all the the good players to disappear <laughs> off. They've all gone to get drinks to celebrate their Olympic medals, and then you guys compete again and go, "Let's get trophies as well." It's fucking embarrassing. Yeah, man. Finally, finally, the islands have been winning some medals for the badminton. Dude, I just, I just love the fact that you just, you just ignore the fact that you're ranked twenty third <laughs> in the world, and you're like, "I won a Commonwealth medal." Yeah, if Ying Yong Ping. Wasn't in the, and they weren't there, and they weren't there. Yeah, you could, theoretically, every marathon you could say, well, look, if the 22 other people got dysentery, I would have won. That's the Commonwealth Games. But dude, what, a, what, a, what a sad admission from a, a country that they can't afford a couple of fireworks. <laughs> and some drink bottles. I think it's a, big, uh, it's a big slap in the face to the Commonwealth Games. It's like, man, you're fucking... Your your second rate Olympics is not 
we're not spending that much money. It's not worth it. Like, get fucked. Hey, how about just tighten the belt? You don't have to show off as much. No one likes the fireworks. No intro ceremony. We don't want to see people with flags. It's patriotism. It's nationalism. Don't do it. We'll just, uh, what we'll do is just mail you a, uh, a certificate <laughs> and, a, and, a, and a medal based on your 23rd ranking what? and go, congratulations. Now that Ying Ying Pin's not in and uh, the destroyer from the US, you're most likely to win. So just fucking take your medal. It'll keep your family happy. It keeps your weak big sponsors happy, whatever. Yeah, man, that's a good move. You take the uh, Olympic, the, the previous Olympic game standings and then you just mail off the medals based on that, you know? Yeah, and you know what's most important? Ratings. Ratings, and they're poor. Mr. Beast, Beast outperforms you handing out a Lamborghini to a blind man. So who gives a fuck about you doing the walking? No one cares. He's, he's fixing cataracts, getting 100 million downloads. You're getting 12, which is your family. Jenny's finally done it. Jenny's won a medal. Well, not in the Olympics, and that's all I care. That's all that matters. <laughs> Man, the Commonwealth Games Federation seems the most upset about this, you know? Like, they they said that they were hugely disappointed and they wanted to uh, they wanted to talk about it and how they could make it work and, like, a joint effort. Dude, it reminds me of, like, the P- Perth open mic scene because people are starting to realise that comedy goes nowhere <laughs> and the rooms are just <laughs> dropping off. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, we, we've only got rooms for, like, two, three nights a week. Most people have given up. And they're like, hey, I don't reckon I'm getting Netflix. And I'm like, yeah, no shit, dude, unless you're a serial killer. You're from Perth, you dumb fuck. You know what the most frustrating thing of comedy is? People come and go, like, wow, I don't know why you haven't done better. I'm like, well, look around. I live in Perth. What do you think's going to happen? Hollywood helicopter's going to fly over and spot you in a paddock? <laughs> It's not like game shooting. Dude, I, um, the fact we're taking Patreon and I don't have the internet is shocking <laughs> because I'm feeling. Even now it's dropped back out. It wasn't the phone, the processor, the CPP. <laughs> it pisses me off though because I watch Matt and Shane's pod and mm. Matt's, uh, Shane's lying on his back just sipping beers. It looks like it's plugged into his fucking iPhone. They've got the biggest downloads in the world. I'm like, where are they? They don't have a light turned on. They're lying in a basement. <laughs> They've plugged into a fucking old school dictaphone. <laughs> they record that. There's 5 billion downloads. We're in there. I've got 6,000 wires. I feel like I'm running that fucking submarine, dude. <laughs> Man, I saw a video of that, dude. Like someone had, someone had taken the time to animate like a uh, some designer of submersibles had like created this beautiful 3d animation so you can see exactly how those people had their fucking spines ripped apart by carbon fiber tubing dude don't they get (laughs) evaporated it's just an they just disappear so this guy's like i've animated it and i'm like they just immediately turn to nothing well no 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 no, no, it's it's not like you see the spine shoot out across the water no it's really quick like it's it's absolutely really quick like they even say like you'd have to this is, this is what it would look like slowed down to like a 400. Oh, yeah, they slowed it down because do you know what happens in that volume of water? They would just disappear. Like maybe some of the metals there, but the, you wouldn't see blood. It would just be nothing. I wonder, man. I, I feel like you might see like a really thin jet stream of, of red, like a red smear maybe, in the ocean. But what about the, the pressure so immense? It would just be like when my boy who, who pisses in the pool <laughs> and you see him 
He does it out because I go, well, it's the same thing, man, and I really want to see what you're doing. <laughs> so he pulls his pants down <laughs> and just pisses what? into what the do pool. You mean? And you don't wait, see wait, the urine. Wait, wait, what are you? Hold on, hold on. You get him to take his pants off in the pool to piss in the pool. What are you talking about? No, no, no. I get him to stand on the edge of the pool and piss <laughs> in, and I'm like, it's the same thing. <laughs> I go, if you're going to piss, I want to see it. And he pisses in. And it's not like you see the yellow form. It's just straight away clear water. I'm, I'm down there drinking fresh water, man. Doing a little duck dive. Up and down and what blowing pool? it like Scrooge McDuck you're in not, the money pit. You're not in Nedlands anymore. This isn't your private pool. What pool? My parents have a pool. Everyone's got a pool in Perth, dude. You're bringing, you're bringing your fat kid around to piss into the pool at your parents' house. Everyone's got a pool, dude. I, it's, just, it's just so offensive that it's your parents' pool and you're like, get it out, stand on the edge. <laughs> Wait, dude, by the way, you've got to change your video to uh, a wider landscape. I've changed mine. It's a relief because it's like an acne pimple. I've looked at the YouTube. No one wants to watch a video of you like 30 centimetres away from your face like you're in a fucking peephole. No. Uh, you know what I mean? Like a little... Strip bar where you try to look in a, a, a little a peephole. I've got mine wide. Mine's all wide over there. I want it further out. <laughs> we got to go viral. <laughs> oh, man, I, um, I'm just so fucking sick of everything. <laughs> Do you know what happened today? I, I've been ordering. I order pants, uniforms for my kids, yeah. just as if it's disposable tissues. <laughs> and I was like, hey, I've got no pants here anymore. And then I look through my, the receipts and I'm like, five ordered three months ago, another five. I'm like, we're, we're pushing 12 pairs of pants, <laughs> size eights. Where the fuck are they? I've almost bought enough to be like Justin Timberlake, a pair of underwear a day. I'm like, literally, I've got to the point where I'm like, oh, we just get the disposable pants out, uh, bin them on the way home, boy, because I never fucking see them. I don't know what the fuck we're doing with landfill, but <laughs> this kid. And you know what the thing is? You've got to be passive aggressive. Hey, just a heads up. Ordered another 47 pairs of pants. I don't know where. Here are the, the receipts for the other 58. Um, if we could just get one pair of pants, to me, I'll wash them and we'll just use them for five days in a week. But I feel like once you've invested in 15 pairs of pants, as the guy that purchased it, you should have a pair of pants at all points. <laughs> So anyway, this is to the ex that you're that you're complaining. There's yeah, no yeah, pants. yeah. So I'd be like, hey, just a heads up, ordered another six pairs of uh, school pants, <laughs> size eight. <laughs> What's your kid doing with the pants, man? Oh no, I think my ex is just. I reckon. <coughs> I reckon what happens? She says she doesn't have them. We have an argument, and then she'll clean up her house at the end of the month and go, ah. Oh, 60 pants in a box. <laughs> I'll bin those. We're not going to alleviate this man's stress. And then just, you know what I mean? Like, I would message her and go, sorry, hey, I found, you know how I yelled and said I'm going to uh, take custody away from the kid? <laughs> Turns out those water bottles were in the back of my car. I apologise. But I feel like she finds them and says, well, we'll put them in the good Sammies. No, no one's wiser. <laughs> I, I need a drone to follow her and see her binning them. <laughs> At the op shop. I want to follow a lot of people with drones. My mum, my ex, my ex-employers. I need to be following people with drones. And I, I, my dream is to have everything audio recorded. So you have an argument and then you can just, you say, I'll see you in two hours. You go to your audio engineer, you timestamp shit, you find it. And you say, there it is, checkmate. 
And then they, you never win though. You can never win an argument with a, a liar. <laughs> wait, wait, why do you want to follow your mum with, with a drone? No, but you, could, you can't win an argument with a liar because even when you get the victory, they just move on. Wow, you haven't been giving him his medication, have you? <laughs> like you never really pin the tail on the donkey because you'll go, hey, I found 47 water bottles. In the back of your car. Yeah, they move the donkey, like, man. Every time they move the donkey. And then they would be like, well, is he reading? He's just updated. He hasn't been doing his reading. And I'm like, yeah, because I spent all night looking for fucking water bottles. <laughs> I've been digging, looking for water bottles. And you're like, well, he didn't have his veggies last night. And then you're like, I can never win. <laughs> I've had so many moments where I've checkmated people. And I go, I rest my case. I went to the school. I got the report of when they were dropped off. I email it through. It bounces back with... You haven't paid for the sports thing. I'm like, what the fuck? We're on a new topic. Let me have a win. I need it. I'm going insane in this fucking planet. I need my Commonwealth Games medal. Where's my fucking medal, dude? Was there, was, was there a reason for following? What's your, what has your mum been doing that's so upsetting to you? Oh, who knows, dude? Like when you when you got bipolar, you just lash out at people. <laughs> if something's missing, you think you're getting sabotaged. Then you find, I know you hit the cord. Then you find the cord in your jeans. Then you do exactly what my ex does, and you're like, yeah. Now I, I always acknowledge. I say I found a repository. I found a nest of charging wires. But anyway, man, do you know what the the fucking truth is? When does this simulation end? It's never ending. I can't even fucking get joy from stand-up. Every clip's the same. Do you know, I've actually reached a point where people upload new podcasts and I'm like, I'm not sure if it's a new episode. I'm like, I know your personality, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Do you, is anything fresh to you? No. No, man. Nothing's fresh. Nothing's fresh. I see my kids enjoying shit. The first taste of a donut. I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the, the only thing I enjoy is when it's a rotten one. Or I'm like, hey, this donut has hair in it. That's a surprise. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm like, life sucks. What was the last thing that you think you were surprised by that brought you some joy? Uh, I was surprised by looking at a calendar and realizing how many more potential years I have left on this planet. <laughs> that was a shock. <laughs> I was like, fuck. You want to break it down, dude. It's, it's like a marathon. You're going to run to um, each light pole. So you just go, look, if you can make it to 70, I should probably make it to 80 and then 90 and it won't be a relief. I think that's why we distribute uh, like public holidays the way we do, right? What, to, to string them along? Yeah, because otherwise it would be, it would, if, like if it was just Christmas to Christmas, no one could handle that, you know? Well, you know what, you, you should, if you get excited by a one day off, it's Australia Day, which I do see, euphoria down at Coles getting sausages, yeah. going, <laughs> yeah. oh, I'm going to get so drunk, I'm going to fucking bash a cunt. I'm like, if you're like that, your life is so bleak. <laughs> because theoretically, <laughs> you should be enjoying every moment. To be elated, the, the amount of joy I see around Christmas is such an indictment on human beings that that two week off, the euphoria, like they're on MDMA, mm. pinching themselves... It's just so depressing because it means that you've been basically, you're like um, Fritzel's, Fritzel, Fritzel's victim. <coughs> you're coming out of the bunker. You come out of the basement. You're startled. You see people on the beach on Christmas Day. They're crying. They're laughing. <laughs> then they're sort of <laughs> silent. Then they're loud. They've like they come from uh, a war situation. They're just in trauma. Then they're, I don't know what to do. Do you know what I mean? It's like, why couldn't we just enjoy 
most of life. I know. Do you know what I mean? Why is it, but I think why that's, is it such small pockets? That's what I'm saying, man. That's, I think that's what it is. Because you have, you have Christmas, and then like the frequency, the frequency of public holidays gets less and less until you have a big stretch between like it's May and like fucking December, right? It's a huge stretch, yeah. but it's slowly, uh, slowly the tap is turned off. You know, it's gushing over yeah. Christmas. It's a great time. There's so much time off. It's all work trips and, and yeah, Christmas yeah, yeah. parties and office stuff. And it's a, and it's a, everyone's yeah. drunk and having a nice time. New Year rolls around and then they give you Australia Day real fucking quick. Because, you know, that month, that month after Christmas is difficult. Well, that is, that, that is, that's the known suicide month. And generally what it is, you set your, um, what, what are they called? The... What's that thing you say on New Year's Eve? Your fucking Re- resolution. Yeah, you set your resolutions. It's ten days in. You've broken them again because you're weak, and then um, and then you break and go. Nothing's ever going to change. Fuck. And then you hang yourself. But it's all broken down. If you you have to string people along. But I've realised even just uh, the mindset of what we're worth as a human being. Like uh, so, a lawyer like three hundred grand, four hundred grand. Everyone I talk to is very comfortable with tiny numbers. Do you know what I mean? Like a full career. And they're going, dude, he's killing it. He's on 400 grand. I'm like, that's awful. It's, not, it's just enough to buy a fucking shelter. I'm like, you should be making 400 grand an hour. I'm like, what is that number? And they're like, he's doing so well. His style is better than our style. I'm like, you're a pig in a sigh. None of these numbers add up. They're all limiting beliefs. You should, I mean, if you saw anyone rich must laugh at the numbers we pass around. Our entire social group, they earn it in an hour. Your whole life chiseling away as an architect to earn what a guy earns in 15 minutes, jacking off on a a monitor, (laughs) trading crypto. (laughs) And then you're in there. Be careful with money. My people with my parents were saying, you've ordered more pounds? It's expensive. I'm like, it's all relative. I said, I want to get to a point where I'm ordering these and just fucking handing, you know what I mean? I just want piles of this shit. I don't want to be, but you know what I mean? They've broken us down into the year, the week, the month. Australia Day is coming up. I heard someone, they're mentioning their holidays. I'm like, that's in December. What the fuck are you doing until now? In between that, I'm like, you should be fucking off tomorrow to Thailand. Why the fuck do we have to wait till December when your master approves? I want a coconut water right now in fiji you fuck i'm not waiting at the bus for my whole life we've already wasted enough of it i've wasted my whole life it's a fucking farce apparently in australia uh spring spring is a is a peak for suicide yeah man well i think they hide the numbers i think Every day's peak for suicide <laughs> if you're smart. <laughs> hey, every day's a good day to tap out. <laughs> I just mean you would think it would be like, you know, winter or one of those, like it would be like a seasonal a seasonal. You thing. know what I like is, is when they try to get poetic with it. They've got a note. They do it on uh, a cl- the cliff where they were first kissed. <laughs> so they still romanticise about their ideology. Like if you're truly broken... You just fucking slash your throat in a bin and don't tell anyone and hope you get fucking waste disposed. If you're starting to write notes like um, Hansel and Gretel where you've left crumbs around and notes <laughs> and there's the final rose that I was given on um, at the Commonwealth Medal once a wolf mocked it and that's the rose that's laying on your chest to symbolise how it broke your heart that your soulmate said your entire fucking sports career is a farce. <laughs> I think... 
if you're truly, if you're truly depressed with in a respectable way, you <laughs> fucking slash your throat in the bin and hope depression. that you get crushed. <laughs> Dude, some of these weak people that writing a note for someone, why? You've already broken their heart. <laughs> you you hate them. Dude, we had it, we had a footy club, one of the worst footy club uh, gig. I did a spot and they go that someone's been lost from suicide recently. Can you not do suicide bits? <laughs> and I um I did tons of suicide <laughs> bits to silence. <laughs> I've just got such a different uh, take on it. People get um upset with suicide i get upset watching someone waste their potential and not taking any action i'm like have some fucking self okay this is too much have some respect <laughs> this is a real 180 from uh last week when we were talking about you know raising that internal five. Oh yeah we need to lift that man do you know what i'm getting um i'm getting increasingly angry with the world yeah yeah, you seem you do seem quite angry. I'm yelling a lot, dude. I was saying it on a thing. Does anyone go look at that fuckhead at every single person they walk and drive past? Like, that's not it. It used to be a handful. I go, he's a dickhead. Now I'm literally driving every person I see is, what a fucktard. <laughs> it's like the whole world. Yeah. I'm like every cast member I've, I've got problems with. I'm reversing my car. He's a fucker. He's a fucker. The mailbox sucks. Anyway, we might get rid of that suicide bit. It's a bit lot. We don't want to trigger anyone. I, no, I think it's good. I think it's no. I feel the, I feel the same way. I find myself walking around, uh, and everyone's everyone's a fuckhead. But I think some of it is mood dependent. Yeah, 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 man. You get. Um, it would be nice to have a more steady mood. <laughs> a much more comfortable life. Ups and downs, like a yo-yo. I'm like, why am I elated one day and the next day I'm going bankrupt? I'm like, chill out. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. One day I'm like, I'm the next, Julia, uh, I've got to check my shares, dude. This is where I'm at now. Yeah, how are they going? Well, dude, did you see Baz? Baz went all right? I, had a, uh, I hadn't written down, I haven't followed up on it this week. B-E-Z. Yeah. It ran, I mean, it's up 50%. That's it's good. Not, since not enough, since last week. to get a Nedlands house, but it's all right. Since last week. That's good, man. You said it was not yeah. one to follow last week. You said it's, you, well, it was the done. One with the, the most dubious, um, it's the one with the most dubious um, fundamentals, but obviously that means it's the one to follow. It's got anything consent. That actually, anything that looks legitimately good will never do well. You've always got to back an absolute fucking donkey to get your money back. Shit, man, it has yeah, done all right, dude. It's all right. So what's the way? What are the fundamentals but, with this gold play? Well, uh, fundamentally, it's the one I told you. They're in a national park. They've got 400 this million. The, this is the national park one. They've got 400 million in funding coming from a company worth 19 million. Um, <laughs> all of them are corrupt Indonesians or whatever. And um, But... That God, the price, you wouldn't read about it. Doesn't seem to give a fuck about any legitimacy. <laughs> just as long as there's a good story to sell to your mates down at fucking Officeworks and, and down at the watering hole. She's a beaut, mate. Haven't seen anything like this in a national park. <laughs> fuck it. I'm like, what about the endangered species? What about them? We're getting rich. They'll be fine. It's Indonesia. You've been there. I fucking did mushrooms there once. They don't care. They're a different breed. You can fucking have your dick out near children down there. <laughs> Whatever. How come Bez is up to fucking 28 cents? It's up 35% in the last five days. And Talon's 
down two, 2.8% in the last five days. Yeah, well. What the fuck's you, going you, on, Wolfie, you man? You tell me, man. Dude, I've been sitting here in this talent plate for so long. This is, this is an exact uh, repeat of WGO. Just once again, well, dude, th- nothing's fucking happening. Thank God for um, what keeps people going. Because, do you know, like, like delusions where I'm like, okay, triple my money on this. See, uh, a contract for difference on that. That's, oh my God, that's 47 million. That's a lot of money. Then you look at realestate.com, you're like, oh my God, the best house in Perth, 12 mil. I'm really doing nice. Maybe I buy one in Sydney as well. These numbers are in crazy. So I triple, I quadruple, and then I 5X. Fuck. That leaves enough money for a few Thailand trips, rest, rest assured. <laughs> you know what I mean? You just run these scenarios lying from a single bed, running on your calculator. One times one times 70. <laughs> Fuck infinity. I've got boobless. If you do boobless, the square root of boobless equals infinity. That makes me richer than Elon Musk. God, I love trading. And then you walk out arrogantly. People are like, when are you going to get a job? And you're like, infinity and beyond. <laughs> I've just done it on my calculator. Bears into stairs into Bessie. I'm going to own the world. I'm like, you better fucking show me respect because I'll own every property on this goddamn planet if this fucking calculator on my Vodafone or my Nokia is correct. I just run three sums that prove I'm the richest man to ever live. Divide, multiply, divide, square root, CFD. That's fucking 17 trillion. Elon's not even got that. He's actually made a business. I'm going to heaven. This is very self-aware, man. That's um. It's a, I, I was yelling at you a long time ago, and for a long time, you're always three trades away from from, <laughs> from millions of dollars, man. But now, you, like now, you're you're saying it now. So like <laughs> now, what I'm loving is I'm way more um, humble. I'm like, you know what I should do? I'm like, let's let's leverage enough. In Miso, so I can take my boys to Hoyt's movie special. We can get some fucking chop, chock fudge, chock fudge ice cream. What are those called? Those fucking chock bombs? So I need three chock bombs, three movies. That's $89. So I'll leverage into Miso Blast for a day. And there, I've made $18, $18 just enough to get fuel. That will do. That will keep the, the fucking dogs from my door. Miso is up, man. Yeah, yeah. Do you know I've 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 cl- I've I've reduced my position. I, I traded a bit of the FOMO on my own private account, but I have learnt my lesson because the other thing I've noticed is you often get carried away. You're jacking off into your own mouth, going, "Oh, Lamborghini! <laughs> maybe I get one of the Tesla trucks." No, maybe I get both. You idiot! Look at the calculator. The numbers are huge. <laughs> but then now I'm like, "Hey, how about this? I saw it last time. It often doesn't run." Maybe I'll wait until it's approved and just buy on the morning with all the research, take a 30% hit and um, make a risk-free profit. Mm. FOMO trade up, exit before the news, laugh my ass off when it's denied. And when it's approved, just I miss 30%, but then leverage the fuck out of it on open before the idiots. It takes an hour for them to spread the gossip yeah. down at the watering hole. Hey, Bez is no longer good. Miso blast. They're going to kill children in the US with a fucking dubious vaccine or uh, genetic modification. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> Stem cells, that's like semen. 
semen in a, a needle. That'll do well. Whatever, man. Yeah. Do you know what the best is talking to anyone about shares and you realise it's um, 90% of the market is clueless. Yeah. Well, it's, that's, uh, that's, that's been our experience over and over again, right, is it's just sentiment. Over and over, sentiment, 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 which is why crypto is so nice because it's pure sentiment. You can get rid of all of that. Man, research research and fundamentals really does, it gets in the way of you making actual money. Oh, if it's only sentiment, you know, like if you, if you, all you have to worry about is the, uh, is the bloodthirsty desires of a, of a group of people. That's so much easier, yeah. you know? It's like, what, what, are, what does the mob want now, man? What are they hungry for? Like, who do they want to fucking kill? Do you know what my favorite is um, when someone's made money and they're not even sure what it was? That's the ultimate. <laughs> where you go, oh, my God. And he goes, yeah, I made 300 grand on Afterpay. I'm like, oh, dude, that, I didn't like those uh, payday loan. And he's like, oh. oh, I thought it was like points bet. I, oh, <laughs> oh. Like, a mate told me about it. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why'd you sell? I'm like, oh, the mate said. I'm like, what, what did the business do? I'm not sure. Afterpay. It's like after after glow, that you know the come after after ejaculate. Uh, no, no, oh fuck, <laughs> fuck! I thought it, I thought it was listed on the Nasdaq. No, it's the ASX. Yeah, that's right, <laughs> ASX. I remember that was what it said on my phone with the text. Dude, you know what the thing is? You have to realize you have to reach an age where you have to hold your family and friends to account and audit them, audit their advice. You're X number of years into life and you're like, okay, let's see, is there anything good in my life that's come from anything they said? I'm like, where's the Lamborghini? Where's the investment where they go, hey, I'm setting this up, you should get involved. I'm like, I checked out almost everyone I know and I'm like, literally nothing to show from all those conversations. There's no, there's no afterpay, there's nothing. There's just a, a raft of things I missed out on where they go, oh, I wouldn't risk it, that sounds scammy. Who gives a fuck? People are getting rich. I'm like, I need a, a Lamborghini in the garage and going, thank God, a friend of a friend, that guy I met at tennis, I want to ring him up again. He's worth, his, his advice is worthwhile. Can you see anything in your life where you look and go, oh, I've got that gold, that gold bracelet off the back of the chat at the wedding with that guy, bespeckled fuck. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Everything they've said to me is fucking garbage. <laughs> I literally don't know anyone that's giving me a fucking tip or any <laughs> worthwhile advice. All they're doing is reductive shit. Oh, you wouldn't want to do that. Don't change jobs. Stay with them. He'll get better. He's on meds now. He's going to have, he's having management training. I'm like, he's literally whipping me with his belt, chasing me. Around. He's got a management course. He'll grow out of it. In the 50s, he'll calm down. He'll be less aggressive. I'm like, he choked me in the board meeting. And they go, well, you don't want to risk it. You've got long service leave coming up. Fucking give it another six years with this fucking psychopath. That's their advice. Oh, don't. Oh, don't leave her. Don't leave him. He's literally pissing on my face. Do you know he's pissing on my entire life? Don't leave him. How you, uh, you know, what are you going to do to split... Split bills. Who are you going to split bills with? People always encourage you to be reductive. Have you? Do you know many people that go leave them? Fuck it off. Yeah, invest in that business. Mm. It never happens. No, no, not often. Because uh, yeah, people are people definitely swing more conservative, right? And you know what they need? It's like drinking. Because I've realised drinking is just um, extreme uh, insecurity. You uh, you publicly admit that you're not comfortable in a group unless you're inebriated. It's one of the saddest fucking... You're a child. 
You cannot walk into a room of people and enjoy yourself because you're in your you're in your own head that you have to switch all buttons off and wander around like <laughs> a zombie so that you can actually feel real. Because Lord forbid someone fucking saw you as the real person you are. <laughs> Lord fucking forbid. Let's swill 70 wines because I, we all fucking hate ourselves. So we can all cling to each other and go, ah, thank God I'm not thinking anymore. Do you feel yourself finally- Do you feel yourself entering uh, like a state of, of hypermania right now? Potentially, man. <laughs> I'm not sleeping much. Because, <laughs> I mean, man, I feel like I've, I've, I've been with you through enough ups and downs that I can kind of, I can recognize. Yeah, but how am I meant to fix it, dude? I don't, well, I don't know how you're meant to fix it. I'm not, I'm not. Uh, All I'm doing is just refreshing up a podcast feed. One download, <laughs> two downloads. <laughs> not really. Look, the problem with, um, I don't know why it's become like this. I used to be quite stable. Well, you had a, you, you can kind of go back through and track the, track the podcast episodes for, for like a, a fluxation between like depression and hypermania. Yeah. But you know what the, um, I'm getting better at it because now I just, um, I don't respect myself or anyone. So I don't dare touch any buttons in this state. What do you mean? I just go into... Well, like back in the day, I'd be like, oh, I'll make millions. Now in MISO, even though we're a week away from the news, right. I've reduced my position to fuck all because unfortunately the timing of the mania doesn't allow me to make um, – I can't see the, the gauges potentially. So I'm like, I'm not risking it again. I need to always be building momentum. Because you, you were in a full swing of hypermania the last time MISO was gearing up to – Oh, dude, think about it. Why would I? I, I? I've gone from 35 grand to 440,000. There's really no reason to take a binary choice when I could have just traded the margin on the news. I didn't need to do it. Yeah, but last, because, but last time... I had enough money to have, I had enough money to have a, a modicum of credibility amongst uh, the mums at school. <laughs> that was enough. That's all I needed. 400. I'm like, I could have made that a mil. It would have just taken another six months. But... Um, do you know what I mean? I needed it then because I wanted the next day to rub it in their face. It wasn't early <laughs> enough. So I wasn't willing to, to be a little bit more patient to uh, get my comeuppance. Yeah. Which I'm still always chasing, even when I'm manic or when I'm um, hypermanic or depressed. Ve- revenge is largely all that drives me. <laughs> well, I think hype is a, is a point as the hypermania is coming on where I think it makes you a better trade trader you know like it's good it's good to have yeah. some level of hypermania but then you reach a point like last meso where you're like you're fully leveraged in like you're cranked up to the yeah, eyeballs yeah. uh and you know if it if it if it goes south it completely fucks you but in your in your state of hypermania at that level of hypermania there's no way it could possibly fail because you've you've uh no no but now i've changed now i've changed because now what i'm doing is um I'm, it's like what I did in English in school. Couldn't do well, so I just started writing as if I was the teacher. What is your opinion of Mice and Men? And I'm like, whatever her opinion would be, I'll just write that and pretend I'm a close friend of hers. So just like, yeah, I found that the guy was quite aggressive, whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I just, I just mirror. I thought, okay, write as if you're a 60-year-old woman that's husband's left her. And I'm like, I just reflect those opinions to get better results. Mm. And now when I trade, I do that. I'm like, what would a loser 
during this situation <laughs> that wants to live in the fucking shadows and end up with a, a mediocre shithole in one of the suburbs. I'm like, what move would they do? Well, obviously, they would take a lot of, of the table because they're up 40%. So we'll put that into the little stockpile for the fucking um, the retirement so you can get a caravan and do <laughs> laps of Australia. <laughs> do you know what I love so much is... Those uh, pensioners that do laps of Australia, it seems so good on paper. <laughs> it's absolute hell, dude. No one wants to talk to you. You're in Exmouth, in a van. I'm like, you look at a couple of museums, no one's interested in an old person. So they're like, just get out of the bakery. We fucking see you every day. <laughs> and then you spend 80% of the time lying prostate in a hot caravan going like why don't we just go back to our house in Florida? We got a fucking pool back there, but you want to live in a tin shed. And, and the thing is, you can't travel as an old person because you have no risk profile. And that's where all the fun comes from. Should we go down that gorge? No, we best not risk it with your hip. Well, then you're not going to enjoy the fucking trip. Because <laughs> getting airlifted out of there because someone's lost use of their legs, it's the whole fucking point. You need to be in Thailand and they go, what happened to Jeff? Well, that fuckhead went on a rope swing and broke his back. A scary day for us all, but something we can all remember and learn from. <laughs> Well, it seems like there's some uh, seems like there's, it seems like there's some sort of benefit or something attractive uh, about being in motion when you die at that age. You know what I mean? Like depending on depending on your level of wealth, it's either you're in a fucking Jayco cruising the country, or you're. Uh, I've talked to enough cruise ship comics about like old people in their yeah. fucking eighties, late eighties, nineties who are just constantly on ships, like from ship to well, ship some people to live, ship. Some people live on them because Absolutely. It's, um, it's cheaper and you just get your government pension paid in. You get these package deals with P&O. But the thing is what you need to realise is the only people that can tolerate you are your close family that feel guilt because they remember you brushing their hair and helping to <laughs> screw off the training wheels of your bike. No one in their right mind wants to talk to you. But that's what I mean, man. Like, what is the, what is the appeal? What's the attraction about being in motion when you die? You know what I mean? Like whether it's in the fucking caravan or on the cruise, uh, yeah, on the cruise ship, it's some, there's something that draws people to being on the move. You've got to be moving away from your legacy because you're, you're becoming obsolete, right? People don't realise they call it age. It's obsolescence. It's a Nokia 357 still off wandering around. Like, no one fucking put it in Tupperware. We'll check it later on if we want to look at some of the photos or some of the memories. But when they're there, they're acutely aware that their son's not answering their text anymore because right. he's sick of the fucking Vietnam story. But when they're, they're around, they can have a fresh start. Oh, look at you. Seizing the day. Isn't this great? You're out in Exmouth taking photos of a fucking statue. Do you know what I mean? You can seem adventurous, mm -hmm. I think. But then when you're at home, it's like, fuck. He's really fallen to the shit, dude. <laughs> the guy's <laughs> half the man he used to be. For fuck's sake. A story that used to be two minutes with a punchline is now two hours and it goes nowhere. Do you know you're aware of it because you, you used to regale people with stories. They're clapping. Jump on the desk. Do the pig story. Do the pig story. Now people are like, I think you need to calm down on the beers, Andrew. You're boring <laughs> the fuck out of people. Eventually you get to a point where you're like, Oh, my God, I, I start a story. I never finish it because people just interject and start talking about the weather. Like you're, not even, you're not even finishing. Your pig story, your famous pig story, oink, 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 is suddenly ignored. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, because well, I, th I think inherently it all comes back to, to death, right? Fear of mortality. 
right? No, but the thing is, because people are nice to a point. It's like a fireworks display. There's nothing behind it. But in early meetings with anyone, it's the best of them. Yeah. First day, first two days, they're in there. Wow. A, 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 a Suzuki Swift, brilliant car. I had one back in Thailand, back when I worked in, on, you know what I mean? You're very interested, but um, in time it's boring. So they get a nice experience. Xmouth, bakery. Wow, where are you going next? You know what I mean? Like well, we're excited I think, to like, see well, them. I think you definitely hit on something with um, uh, like, yeah, ru- like ru- running from death almost, you know? Like if you, if you stay still, you can see it coming. Like the fucking, the Reaper's, the Reaper's standing at home and he's, he's inching closer yeah. to you. But if you're in the Jayco, like, man, he's in the mirror. You don't have to think about it. If you're on the cruise ship, you left him back at the fucking Yumea port, you know? Like he's never catching up to you. If your partner's, say, even driving at night, you just wake up in new cities, you lose track of time. You're like, oh, I didn't even know it's 97. We just mm. lost track. We've been on P&O. You, you hit the buffets and they're like, fuck, we're in this fucking... <laughs> Uh, feet, we're snorkeling. Where are the, where the fuck are we? There's no point of reference. You're like, I don't even know what fucking, where's this? New Guinea, Papua New Guinea, who the fuck would want to come here? <laughs> but you know what I mean? It's sort of, sort of just blurring it all. Do you know? But I don't know, dude. It's very sad because um, traveling at that point, like, uh, you know, it's like a school trip. You see them taking interest in government sort of, uh, you know, those little monuments that write. This was the first stone ever placed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you're a kid, you scratch on and go like, fucking death to Satan, <laughs> your graffiti thing. But when you're an old person, you go, that's interesting. Stones are weird. I wonder what makes stones. <laughs> and then you go, I wish I knew how to operate Google. Yeah. I'd look up what a stone is. Where the fuck does a stone come from? <laughs> I never even knew. There's just these bolt, these things. <laughs> Why are there stones everywhere? Man, it's gonna be, that's going to be the uh, the best job for that. Like one of those like government uh, info desk, you know, at some council yeah. building where like you've got old people coming in every day. And that's the only people coming in is some is some someone old or someone like real new to the country who's trying to figure yeah. out how, how to get a visa or whatever. And you're just an info desk set up in the front of some fucking like council chamber office and old people walk in and you're like, hi, how are you? And they're like, I want to, I want to find out where stones come from. And you're like, wow, we've got a, we've got a museum for stones that you can go visit. You want to go to the stone museum? There's a shuttle bus. that will take you. It gets here in about 12 minutes. You want to go on the shuttle bus to the stone museum? It's so patronizing. It's same with the citizen uh, test. Where they've sort of boiled down Australian culture. Oh, Don Bradman. You gotta you gotta know how, wait, what what score did Don Man? And we go, we bloody, we're a bunch of larrikins. We have a fun, loving, joy, an outdoorsy vibe. And then you go, who was the famous cricketer? Blah, blah, blah. And like, most people don't even fucking know. Most people don't know. And and it, it was I was thinking about that as a bit because it's like People are angry to migrants, mm. but a lot of them, a, a migrant that's driven an Uber for 40 years probably has a better understanding of Australian culture than your seven-year-old kid who's a piss ant. Dude, he's only been there seven years, and it's just you going, we love a Tim Tam. It's called a Slammaroo. You sucklet through a tea. What's it called? A Dunkadoo. A Dunkadoo. Have you done a Dunkadoo? Yeah, my boy loves the Dunkadoo. We're fucking goody, goody, goody. None of it holds up. No one's doing it. Do you know what I mean? It's like 
I haven't met anyone that fucking half, some people don't even like cricket that are Australian, but then you're in there and these poor foreigners are wearing like wallabies, <laughs> scarves. <laughs> and go, the bloody wallabies. And I'm like, yeah, a lot of people are not into sport <laughs> and they're Australian. It's crazy. Yeah, because if, you, if, you, if, if I've ever asked uh, any Australian about national identity, it always, it's always like, oh, it's about, it's about mate, mates, it's mateship. It's like, man, friendship is not a fucking cultural idea that you get to glob onto, you know. You can't just, you can't suck that in as part of your yeah, identity. It's, it's basically like horoscopes. Everyone has friends, pick, you know. Pick, like every country has friends. Dude, that's what I'm saying. It's like horoscopes. You just pick a few random things and go, there's three things that make an Australian. Larrikin, <laughs> mateship, and a love of the outdoors. <laughs> And you know we we like a joke, but don't take it too far because that's racist. (laughs) I'm like, what are you talking about? I like the sheer number of brands that get incorporated into the identity. You know what I mean? Like Vegemite and Wheat Bix, and these are the Australian things. Part four and twenty pies. It's like, man, these are dude. They're logos, man. It's like Holden. Holden. Holden's a fucking subsidiary of Vauxhall. It's not like it was never Australian. What the fuck are you talking about? And then they will say like. Oh, how do you adjust to the Australian culture? Wow, it took a while to get used to the outdoors, something we haven't really done out in fucking Europe. Do you know what I mean? I mean? What are you talking about? You know, I wasn't used to having mates, but if you check in on someone enough, they end up adding you on Facebook and you become mates. We've got a mateship. I'm like, whatever, it's treachery top to bottom with humanity. Hey, you fucking dirty rats. None of this is actually exhibited. People are self-serving dogs. <laughs> it's all it's all for fucking posturing. Oh, we love our mates. Not when cornered like a rat, you fucker. <laughs> You'll burn everyone to the ground for yourself. <laughs> Don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. Why wouldn't you, man? They backstab. Everyone backstabs all the time. Once I lost all my money, I saw no mateship. I saw people. <laughs> uh, basically, there was a, a road. They, they, they bypassed that that. Cr- traffic collision and decided to take a new route that involved not seeing them <laughs> broken down on the side. We'll just drive the long way to work and never see him again. Oh, well, he'll be missed. Whatever. <laughs> Dude, there's no redemption for me, hey? I've always said it. I, well, I, what, yeah, but what, is, what is this redemption, man? This is an external factor that you're, that you're using to, uh, to qualify your own achievements. What are you talking about redemption? Redemption to who? Well, I mean, I, well, I'm saying once once the fabric of reality is has crumbled, nothing can ever restore it. I spoke about it last week. Yeah, sure, sure. Where that cynicism, when you're overwhelmed by cynicism. But is that about redemption? You know, no, but I can just see even even when I get a, a mansion with an infinity pool, I'll be like, ah, oh, the fucking filter we blocked soon enough. I'll never enjoy anything. But doesn't that make you think I, that you need to focus on internal th- factors instead of these external variables? Yeah, but the only way I fix my internal thing is just by punching. I punch <laughs> at the organs. <laughs> I hit my stomach. Oh, worry tummy. Just punch at it. Punch, punch, punch. Wait, wait what's worry tummy? What's worry tummy? Well, that's anxiety. <laughs> I call it worry tummy. <laughs> 
punch at your worry tummy with your fist. <laughs> Mash the fist. Imagine if you just did that when you're feeling vulnerable. Instead of having a beer in a social setting, go in the corner and punch the fuck out of your stomach yeah. and go, get over it. You are worthwhile. <laughs> you do not need to fucking lower your IQ to hang around these cunts. Yeah, but I think that's what, like... People do that. Uh, pe- pe- people. That's how. That's how people can kill themselves, man. They get worry head. You know. They get. They get. Yeah, they yeah. get. They get yucky. Yucky brain, and they've got to. They got to do a little clean out of the yucky brain. When people are surprised, if you ever reach out to a psychiatrist and they go, "Yeah, you've got massive mental health issues, <laughs> self-loathing, anxiety," I'm like, anyone that needs six beers before they hang out with their best mate from eight years old. Hot tip. You need to see a psychiatrist <laughs> urgently. Every single person I see at a group where they're going like, hey, boys, let's get some beers, hey? How about we get a six-pack? I'm happy to drive. Let's go and get some fucking – we'll get a carton, hey? <laughs> let's get a fucking carton down us. Hurry. Do you know what I mean? Like the entire culture, forget mateship. It's fucking deep self-loathing and anxiety. Mm. Low insecurity – no confidence. Mm. People have no confidence. Do you know what's amazing is seeing someone at um, 60 that is still socially awkward <laughs> and scared around people? Yeah. yeah. When do you give up the game? <laughs> when do you just let it go and just take a piss on the street? Well, man, a terrifying one that I saw, and maybe we talked about it briefly uh, like yeah. ages and ages ago, but was with a, a, a group of friends through of, of, of like an ex, and uh, they were yeah. talking about <laughs> They're talking about the type of grass they'd put in the lawn. And I was like, what the fuck, man? This this is horrific. This is all... I can't believe I'm standing around listening to these people talk about what kind of grass they're putting on the lawn. And then after, after like, four drinks, <laughs> after four drinks at all, it all started to make sense because one of them was like, all right, boys. And they all, they all took all of their clothes off and got in the spa together naked. And they were having a fucking great time you know what i mean like yeah yeah yeah. enough beers and it was like dicks out in the spa for the boys that you should be comfortable about it <laughs> you should jack your friend off if he looks anxious yeah man let's pull his pants down and jerk him <laughs> but you know lawn is everything to guy a married guy because it's the only thing still alive in their relationship <laughs> with this wealth. the only thing that they're sure of still exists is keeping this lawn alive because their dream's gone their relationship is carcass it's a fucking cactus, man. It's over. <laughs> and the only thing they can water is that fucking cacao lawn or whatever the fuck they've got out the back. It was lemongrass, man. It was some kind of lemongrass thing. I, I, every single neighbour had in Netherlands, we spoke about lawn. I'm like, how do you get it so good? And I go, the secret is to mow it every three hours. Get the <laughs> fuck out of the house. And I go, you don't even need the catch grill if you mow, if you mow it as it grows. It never grows. And they go, your lawn's always at three centimetres. I know. I monitor it with a camera and I chop it immediately. Basically, in my dream world, I'd mow lawn forever. You just trim it, trim it, trim it, trim it. A constant haircut. I want to basically, I want to cut it by hand. That's what you should really do. I just felt like all of the wives and the fiancés and the long-term girlfriends should have been more worried about the, you know, the artifice of the lawn uh, was was uh, was drank away by a few beers and then it, it like dicks out immediately, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah, like, yeah. man, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know why everyone's hanging around for the 
like you skip the lawn bit like just just meet up for a weekend without the without the wives and girlfriends and you can you can go jack off on these monkeys like that's what well, you want well, that, and that, that that's the truth man and that's how you always knew i think i've said it in the pod a true friend is when you um yeah when you're slagging people off or you go god that guy's a cock <laughs> you know what i mean like where you basically say something crazy and go like that marriage is doomed as they walk out and go, hey, we're just going to get something for a car and go, well, fucking, that's going to end badly. What a fucking fast of a marriage. And then they laugh and then we go, they go, we should catch up for more coffee. I want to hear your true opinions on everything else. And you go, isn't he a tosser? Isn't he a fucking brain dead tosser? And they go, I fucking thought, thank God someone fucking said it. But you know that moment where you go, God, if I could run him over with my car, I would. And they laugh hysterically yeah. and go, thank God, someone with the balls to slag off that toss pot. Yeah, he's generous, but he's a prick. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's all you've got, connections, man. But then you realise, do you even have friends or you just sound other mentally unwell people that happen to agree with you? Is that a friend? <laughs> Is that another fucking mental patient? You've assembled eight other fucking retards to hang out with. <laughs> we all vote no on the, the Aboriginal thing. And we're like, yeah, yeah, we should. It's bureaucracy manifest. We don't need more fucking red tape. Exactly, Jeff. Exactly. <laughs> Who cares? But um, I, I don't know, man. What is even a friend? It's hard. It's just someone giving you comfort. Grow up. <laughs> you need some other human to reassure you. Just face devil at heaven and hell by yourself like a man. <laughs> Do you not think you need to hold hands with eight other fucking unwell men? Going, yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll all work out. You get that fucking caravan. You do it. 18 laps of Australia, it'd be worth it. Yeah, but you want one, you want uh, you want that true friendship where you can say those horrible things to that person, right? You know? No. You don't true want True friendship, true sh- friendship is going to sleep and never waking up again because your friend took matters into his own hands <laughs> and ended it for you. <laughs> and he goes, it was for the best. <laughs> and he slashed your neck. And he didn't even ask you to discuss it. He just goes... I know I'm better than you, dude. You didn't ever have the ball. <laughs> it's an act of kindness. It was going nowhere. That calculator that he kept talking about, nine divided by nine is the square root of ten. <laughs> I'm going to be rich. It was never going to happen. And I fucking gave him the good grace to not wreck his legacy further with vain attempts or, or futile attempts of salvation. Get out of here. It's not worked out. Earth's not for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what a friend is, dude. I certainly don't have any. I was going to ask, how many do you think you have? I don't know, man. Like, I is it a friend or is it someone that um, just gives you back slaps? Well, yeah, fun. The, the, line, the line between acquaintances and, well, let's say, let's say mates, the line between friendship and mateship becomes very blurred, you know, especially in, in your adult life. Because early on, it's so easy, you know. Early on, it's like you're in the same class. It's just proximity. Proximity yeah, yeah. is all you need. And you can, man, you want to stay up. You want to stay up all night, like watching watching fucking wrestling on on VHS yeah, yeah, yeah. tapes. And they're like, absolutely, I do. I'll, I'll bring Skittles. Do you know when you know you uh, what true friendship is? You're in a social setting. Your chair, your plastic chair breaks. 
you injure yourself and all the friends laugh hysterically because they're trapped in their own anxiety <laughs> and they can imagine nothing worse. <laughs> and they're like, is it a friend? <laughs> Look, his chair's broken. <laughs> That's my worst nightmare. <laughs> and you go, God, we're close. Whenever you see that schadenfreude where mates lose their mind at you being embarrassed or hurt, that's when you know you're amongst fucking close friends. <laughs> you laugh at everyone. But wait, wait. And that's when wait, you realise you're a are pig. We, are we defining that as true friendship or, or is that still no, mates? I was marking I was mocking it, yeah. saying it's ultimately mateship. It's a true it's a true reveal of your true friends. The fact that when someone sits and you pull their chair out and you all laugh shows your true intent with that man. <laughs> Come on, it's a bit of a prank Fucking Jeff, get over it You're richer than us So you fucking deserve it So what's then, what's the Where does it become true friendship, you know True friend is is When someone messages you, do you want to hang out And you go, I've got nothing to add And nothing of value to give you You go on ahead by yourself And they go, that was a true friend (laughs) He didn't waste my time with his personality he had the fucking good grace and awareness of going, he's a boring human with nothing to add. And I, you know what? I'm just going to fucking lie in a dark room and watch Netflix and not trouble anyone. That's a friend. I'm a friend where they go, come to the party. And I go, why would I just ruin it at the end of the day? And they go, God, he's a good guy. Fucking hell. The good grace to go, you know what? You probably don't want me on the boys trip in Thailand because I'm mentally unstable. I don't know what a friend is, dude. <laughs> I don't want one. I mean, that's, you know, that's genuine. You're being genuine if nothing else. I don't know if it's um, if it's friendship. It's sort of the shirking of all, well, of all a other lot of social friends, functions. A lot of friendship. And then it, even when you're doing something kind for someone, it's sort of patronising. <coughs> when you drive around a lasagna, it's not fixing your testicular cancer. It's fucking rude. <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 like a fucking three sheets of uh, pasta is going to fix this. Get the fuck out of here. I'm having my dick cut off on Monday, you fucking idiot. We've got Uber Eats, you patronising prick. <laughs> you come round to read me a poem. You bought me a chocolate cake. <laughs> fuck off. I'm losing a testicle, you fucking pig. <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. Like, do you think it must be rude in some sort of sacrifice? Like, is a are all relationships inherently just mateship until it's proven by some kind of uh, sacrifice? Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know when it's proven? It's proven when a trauma happens, when you keep your mouth shut. Big night drinking with the boys, you drink driving, you clip something and you go, yep, that never happened. <laughs> you know, as you, as you drag the body off the road and, and do a shallow grave and then you all basically never text about it. And then when you're jacking off each other in the spa, you always remember that um, that little whatever Vietnamese boy that you clipped <laughs> in Thailand. That's when you know you got a bond. When you go, he didn't dog me to the pigs. <laughs> he kept his mouth shut. I should never have done mushrooms and driven that scooter. He's a boy. He's a real boy. He helped me da- dig a dig a little trench in Thailand, out near that Pinky's Beach. We dug that hole. We buried it. And then we never spoke about it again. And then you've got a bond. Well, maybe that's you it, need man. a trauma. Maybe it is. Maybe maybe there can be no... Maybe it's all artificial until it's proven. You know? You have to prove it, man. And I had trauma. Everyone ran off. I needed people to set up a GoFundMe for me <laughs> and to work out that I have more money now. And they go, yeah, exactly. 
We've got you, boy. We want you to do your crazy ideas. We've got you, boy. You got a friend in hand. I'm like, I lost millions and now I'm worth trillions because they set up a, a GoFundMe and now I've got more money than anyone. But um, yeah, you need to have a test of it. You can't, you can't just fucking meet and watch the footy. You need to have a moment where their wife leaves and mm. you weren't the one fucking her. <laughs> <laughs> or you were the one and you said, look, I tested her. I've done you a favour. Yeah, yeah. The fact she the fact she gave me a gobby at your own house, I've saved you a lot of time. And you know what? I'm going to get a few more gobbies just to make sure I'm your friend. You could have had kids with that woman. Now I know she's a gobshite and fucking saved you the hassle, boy. I'll bang any woman that you're with to test them. I'll test their... their. No, but I mean, like, what, what do you do? You don't really have... You don't have enough moments to test no, to te- test your friendship. That's what I was going to say. Is there are very few uh, there are very few life or death situations that people get involved in. You know, in our in our friendly modern world. You know, you know, like you're not yeah. going to you're not going to war and standing next to each other with a fucking spear in hand and like you don't. There's, there's no moment Dude, like that to prove it. Uh, so it needs. You know where you can prove it? Mm. You can prove it in that moment that I said. When no, you're yeah, in that's a social a, that's whoa. When you're in a social setting and someone pulls your chair out and you fall to the ground and, and hurt yourself and everyone's laughing, rest assured those people will be laughing when you get fired. <laughs> and when you ring up and say, My wife's left me, even though you go, Oh, that sucks, dude, you know that they'll be smiling like a Cheshire cat, cheek to cheek, grin as they're on the phone, going <laughs> trying to tell their partner, yeah, yeah. His wife's gone. <laughs> Yeah, man, that's awful. You'll get through this, boy. It's like a kick chair for them, but they act and go, I'll bring round a lasagna. I'll bring you lasagna. You're going to be all right. But you know what I mean? I think in those small moments where they see you clip, you, you, you reverse your car and you ding it mm. and they sort of smile or laugh, that tells you their true intent. Sure, but we need, we need to find something that goes the other way, right? Like, have you, uh, do you, do you know of the idea of... Um of uh, Simulacra by, uh, it's, it's this French philosopher, uh, Jean Baudrillard. I was reading about it a long time ago. No, man, but I do love a croissant. <laughs> is that relevant? <laughs> but he is, <laughs> he is French, so yeah. <laughs> Dude, how bad is doing the pod where I keep checking my shares? Come on, Snake Eye. Come on, Snake Eye. Oh, down five cents. That'll be good. <laughs> Another month for my parents. But okay, his, go on. But his idea was that basically we, uh, not that we live in a simulation, but just that, just that uh, like every aspect of modern life is, is a simulacra of... Uh, uh, like of an experience or of of something that you would go through uh originally it's all it's all an attempt to uh to simulate something that you can't get anymore like the supermarket yeah. for instance is a is yeah. a simulacra of uh uh like of hunting gathering. hunting gathering. gathering but then like gathering e- nuts but then even that it's it's more than that it's like it's a simulacra of a simulacra because it's a simulacra of like uh, of of markets and and trade and bartering and yeah. and so how all, but how all of these things are, they're all like warped uh, warped versions of reality that you you can't really achieve anymore you know what I mean 
Dude, it's like basal things that you need, which is uh, a lot of that, like when they said online shopping, no one will ever go again. Mm. But the truth is pushing that trolley around and bumping into a woman and go, I like your hair. Do you know what I mean? And, and mm. having that tribal experience is innate in a human. Like, like when they're around water and you feel comfortable and you go, I feel so relaxed around water because you know that water is taken care of, which is one of your base needs. And you go, I can drink that. Even though it's the ocean and you end up very dehydrated. <laughs> it's the whole idea of what you're saying. What we've got now is the salt water. So you see the simulation, the sarakar or whatever it's called. The simu- simulacra, yeah. But it's not actually servicing your core being because it looks like these vast bits of water, which is something acutely and, and biologically you're drawn to, but it's salt water and it will poison you. And that's sort of what Westfield is. So you mm. go and have your market experience, but it's sort of, it's not right. It's not all there. That Donut yeah. King doesn't really give you that feeling of being in a spa, being jacked off, <laughs> which is what you face. <laughs> yeah, Basically yeah. what you're chasing, all you're really chasing is jacking each other off. Yeah. That's that, the fundamental base need. Well, so like the, if, even, even if more. If we weren't with, such prudes, everyone would just jack everyone off the whole time. Even more with something like, you know, the online shopping where it's uh, uh, not only is it a simulacra, but it's completely removed from the original uh, the original version of reality that we were trying to recreate or make it yeah. make a simulacra of. Well, I, even 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 on those online things, when you get like that virtual assistant, mm-hmm. you enjoy the website more. Hey, how can I help you? And I go, Ooh, your hair looks good. Did you just have it permed? And you're like, It's a computer, you idiot. And you're like. I love your hair. You get pop-ups that say like, oh, Trent, Trent and Wagga Wagga just purchased 15 like small, small yeah, hats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, what? Trent's buying small hats. Maybe I'll check the small hats out. It's like- That's uh, one of the, the sales techniques, say. Eh? Like yeah. he's just like you or whatever the- Yeah, there are is. other people, man. There are other people. It's- this is, there's no difference to what you're doing now on the screen at home. It's two in the morning and you're lying in bed going like, maybe I, maybe I, need, maybe I need Hello Kitty socks. Maybe Hello Kitty socks would be fun at the party. That's, that's why online gaming, why you love online gaming so much, because you can simulate it all. Well, yeah. You're chatting to people. You're killing people. Which, but you know what I mean? You, you, you can go, you do um, Sims and you can build that thing and you can chat and go, hey, yeah, I put a palm tree out the back of my one. It's so cool. That's the simulacra of, of, of war, right? And that would be one yeah. of those moments where, or one of those, uh, those things that would prove a friendship, you know? Like you're, you are standing there side by side. Yeah. You know it's a true friend because they're willing to die for you. Yeah, yeah. And the reality is they're snorting Dexies in another nearby apartment. <laughs> just, just basically. That, and they really don't care at all. But it, it does simulate it for you. That, that, that's the whole joy of gaming, right? Because you have that shared experience. Because it does, it does peter out of... It's not, it diminishes if you're just playing by yourself. But you still have some sort of like a hero story. Do you know? Like in a Zelda where you have a quest and you achieve things. But, um, yeah, just simulating it. And that's why, like, you can, like we spoke in the earlier episode, you can just uh, simulate it by playing a game and completing Zelda, the new, the new game. But that's what I'm, so, yeah, that's, like, we don't have, we only have simulacra. We don't have these moments of, uh, or nearly as many moments that you would prove someone is more than a mate. They're, a, like, they cross over into, into friendship. Because you, you don't can't, have any you, can, you can only, like, a relationship can only be so intimate before or without there being some kind of uh empirical evidence or proof or a, or an event yeah, like uh yeah. like you're in a fucking trench with the person 
And well, that's it. You can't trust them, man, until yeah. you've tested them. And that's why you've got to get online gaming, Call of Duty, and a headset. Test these friends and go, you didn't have my back. I'm sorry, dude. I, my, I had bad internet. I'm running it off my phone. I, I love you, man. I love you. My wife unplugged the monitor. She's furious. <laughs> She's like, get off the gaming. There's a big issue there because every time, every, time every time I'm on Call of Duty and the like voice chat thing pops up, I'm like, oh, fuck, I forgot. And I have to hit, I hit F9 and turn off voice chat. Like I gotta, I'm removing myself. You turn it off? Absolutely, every time. Yeah, man. Imagine, um, is anyone actually can go and call on duty and you're just a coward like you would be in real life where you're not actually <laughs> fighting, but you just, That's you what just I like get to, to comment? I like to hide. <laughs> I like to Dude, find a place. This, <laughs> what most people should do is simulate their real life on Call of Duty where all they do is they just chat to people, but they're not actually involved in any of the conflict. And they're like, hey guys, it's a beautiful day and all the, the real heroes are doing stuff. <laughs> And you get to go, I reckon I'm going to get my hair permed. And they're like, move, move, move. we got three on the back. Take them. And you, you just sort of stand there and go like, hey, guys, uh, yeah. Anyway, once you're done with that, I just wanted to know about, um, do you guys know what the best pot plant is to grow? Do you know what I mean? Like, like real humans? Like if you wanted your true experience of Call of Duty, you wouldn't fight. You'd just be chatting while other people were getting shit done. Yeah. And going, the lawn on this is so lifelike. It's just like my lawn at home. You're stroking your hand on the lawn. There should be thousands of people just wandering around, <laughs> shopping and just looking at lawn and installing post box and trying to get their internet improved. Well, putting satellite dishes on these, uh, these sort of hideouts where you're trying to shoot from, trying to see if they can stream the UFC. <laughs> From one of the areas, man. There are definitely you know, living like pedestrian humans. There are definitely games that allow that, like uh, like Eve Online is a is a is a quite famous one. It's like a big space simulator, and you can you know do all the fucking space battles and shit. But you can also just like work for a corporation and like mine stuff oh, and that. FIFO in and out of systems and like. <laughs> Dude, I would like to. I want to be. My dream is like a game in a game. So you're playing and you're just leaning over, controlling the keyboard in the game <laughs> of another game. Do you know what I mean? So all you're doing is like you're clicking a different button to click right click. Do you know what I mean? And you're just in there <laughs> simulating you playing Call of Duty in the Call of Duty. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> just like Inception. And you sit there and you're going like, uh, subset, subset. But, man, it would be quite titillating for people. And that's why I always think that uh, Law & Order... Uh, denies us the full human experience because if you imagine being in Call of Duty and idiots like like you guys are running around shooting people, it's way more exciting when you're working to Coles and you see a group of guys run past with guns and hand grenades <laughs> and you still make it home. Even if you're a coward and you're not really involved in the conflict, you still have the excitement of going like, dude, I saw him do it. He did a headshot and I still got home with my... My roast chicken and avocado sandwich. <laughs> I made it through. Do you know what I mean? Like nothing ever happens here because there's police hidden in bushes. You want to have <laughs> trauma. You want to feel like you look out the window and go, holy shit. I just saw a woman being dragged into a van. What the fuck is going on? <laughs> you know what I mean? And then you go back to your spreadsheet. Go, this is crazy, dude. Like, <laughs> well, that's the trade-off, man. That's the trade-off. It's like, is it worth it? To have uh, to have a feeling of safety and you know and and comfort and and live in relative comfort and 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 happy contentedness, but you never know 
you never know if Jeff is really a friend or not because it's never tested. Yeah, you never get the to... relationship's never put on the line. It's very few people who are put into a situation where they they clip a cyclist and they've got to bury the body and they know that that is a true friend. Oh, well, and and this is the the problem for a nepo baby that gets afforded large amounts of wealth. Like they never really get tested. You'll see them occasionally at Disneyland. What do you mean my fast pass not working? Fucking daddy! But you never really get to see them. Do you know have Real events. And then it's very easy to be a nice person. So I hear it all the time. Oh, fucking Richard Branson's kids are so nice. I'm like, so would I be. Dude, if I've just come back from Nepo Island, wherever he, whatever he owns. I'm like, of course I'd be generous. But when you're actually downtrodden, do you know what I mean? It's very hard. You get to test. And that's the joy of where I'm at. I've seen what a horrible human I am when cornered. And I know myself. And I know it's not good. Even if someone's interested in me, I, I basically warn people off. Anyone that gets close to me, I wave them away. Man, Little St. James, like the Epstein Island, Little St. James, how, how long until you think that's rebranded, you know? Like how, how, how long is that going to be a fucking uh, a haunted island? <laughs> Like no one's gonna want to visit that. <laughs> you can't. Yeah. You can't be like, oh, we're we're yeah, we're we're holidaying at Little St James. You know, like that's gonna. It's a yeah, long I way love off. It. I'm surprised they haven't changed the name. I, I, but to me, it lures me in. It's amazing. <laughs> I can think of nowhere better to holiday. Someone has go, bought it. Man. Someone bought it in May. Yeah, but you know what I mean. That's the club med I want to go to and go like fuck. We could just get the underages in here. We're living like billionaires. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're having the daiquiris. It's a simulation. We're not really doing it. You know what they should do? Have blow-up dolls so you can sort of pretend you're Bill Gates. <laughs> you can fuck like an underage blow-up doll by the pool and go like, I'm living like a fucking lord. Man, what do, you, what do you think it is that like, what is it about having sex with children that makes people so successful and so good at business and politics? What? As soon as you... you know, I, I think... It's like the chicken and egg. It's a chicken and egg, but I think it's it's, uh, it's chicken. You don't know. And egg. <laughs> Are you good at business because you fuck the fifteen-year-old, or or do, you, or do you get to fuck the fifteen-year-old because you're good at business? Is it what fuels you? But then I'm like, the question is, I think it's because you get bored. You want forbidden fruit. Do you know what I mean? Like. You can't just have the avocados from uh, down at Margaret River. <laughs> you need them flowing in and damaged and underage. No, nah, man, you I reckon it's the other way, dude. Thing. I reckon it's it's uh, you get you get inducted in to the wealth club. You're on the Forbes rich list, and someone comes around. They're like, man, if you want to if you want to crack the top twenty. <laughs> oh, dude, dude, Matt, yeah, you'd like it to be that way. Where you accidentally molest a child at a swimming pool, and suddenly your loans approved. <laughs> like, oh my god. I can't believe it. I just brushed up against a kid's dick and suddenly I got financed for a car. <laughs> it would be nice if it was that way. But I feel it's the other way. It's the chicken fucking the egg. <laughs> it's the chicken fucking the egg. I think it's egg. the chicken fucking the egg, dude. The underage egg. I, I, I think it goes the wrong way. I, I, I don't know. So you feel like that, that gives you the taste for the... For, for the the temperament that you need to win. Maybe that's the drive. Maybe the drive comes from... <laughs> yeah, well, it's the question you drive past. No, I'm being ridiculous. Obviously, it's the ludicrous comedy premise is to think that you become really good at business. No, well, it's the question. Um, 
it's it's how the billionaire mindset that Andrew Tate would say. So you see a kid by <laughs> themselves, and instead of saying where are your where are your where are your parents, kid? Question mark. You have where are your parents? Exclamation mark. <laughs> opportunity. <laughs> where are your parents? <laughs> Do you know it's two different ways. One's like where are your parents with uh, like helpfulness, you're going to have generosity. The other's like, ooh, an opportunity. Yeah. Do you know it's a different way of viewing the world? Yeah, like who's your daddy and who's your daddy? Where? Yeah, yeah, it's the two <laughs> ways of viewing it. And as yeah. soon as you go like, where's daddy, as in how many minutes until he comes back <laughs> versus I will help you, that's the winning mindset. Exploit, exploit, exploit. Opportunity knocks but once a lifetime. Load him in the van. We're heading off. And that's the same way you treat your business prospects. It's an opportunity. Do you know, he's left his laptop on. Let's steal all the data. Hey, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's a very interesting question because that exploitative personality does win. Do you know what I mean? So it is interesting. Yeah, but why 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 do the sites end up in the same place? Every time, you know, it's always what the islands. It's always diddling. Like what's well, never. Well, because I think I think what happens is it's what we're saying. Like everyone ultimately just wants to be jacked off, and then you you've just got to decide what hands doing it. And as you get richer, you want smaller and smaller hands. <laughs> I don't know something something like that. Something like that. <laughs> this is a lot. Because we've encouraged suicide and then you've got, um, <laughs> we're back in the island, Epstein's <laughs> Island. We'd be a great club man, We're dude. back to the island, man. <laughs> we're going to get back to the island. <laughs> Don't you think it'd be jet skiing in front of that blue monument that they had? Wouldn't feel amazing? Imagine seeing your mates as you're drinking a Foster's the Aussie way with a bit of mateship on a fucking jet ski doing laps around that blue... Pyramid temple they had. You're getting back row and shots, Insta followers. Yeah, fucking hell. One mate hits a rock, he gets injured, you laugh your ass off. Followers go through the roof when they realise he's being airlifted because he's got spinal problems. And you're like, ah, oh, Steve-O's fucked his back. We'll update you soon and tell you whether he's in a wheelchair. And then there's footage of you in there, the hospital doing laps on a wheelchair. This could be Steve-O. Man, idiots. Man, they sold um they sold Great St. James and Little St. James Island for sixty million for both the islands, yeah. right? It's a steal, dude. It's cheap. Absolutely it's cheap. And then that's wait, that's sixty sixty million over and oh, oh, is it that many? Yeah, it is. Man, that's like you could buy you could buy like a lot. You could buy a lot of <laughs> you buy a lot of those islands with all of the money for the uh, for the Commonwealth Games, man. That's the yeah, that's the move, dude. Is the Commonwealth Games swoops in? They buy Little St James Island and it's rebranded yeah, yeah, to be the Commonwealth there. Games Village. You know, that would be a great place for the village. It's um, <laughs> but you know, someone would buy it, like a Middle Easty. No, they did, dude. They 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 bought it. It's some um, Stephen Stephen Deckoff, some billionaire, bought it. Oh, dude, they'd love to tell them Epstein Island. And you're like, you, have you heard of Fire Festival? How they're doing that again? They're doing it again. What do you mean? Well, he's 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 doing Fire Festa Festival Take Two, and I'm like, you as a billionaire go, I I don't want you to fill in the banks, but I bought Epstein Island. You've seen Fire Fire Festival Two. I'm doing the, you know what I mean? The sequel. We're going to be a bit cleaner with the passports. Maybe we'll have a better drone system monitoring, um, uh, police forces or whatever. But um. 
<laughs> it's. I don't know what's going to happen. When will they disband the Commonwealth Games and accept that not everyone deserves a medal? Well, I don't. I don't think they need to, man. I think you know. I think with that money, I think with that money, you buy 126 Epstein Islands, and that's where you have the games, dude. You set up a permanent, a Commonwealth, a Commonwealth Games island. It's the perfect yeah. re. It's the perfect rebrand for Little St James. Uh, it yeah. perfectly rounds out uh, uh, our episode of this podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's, man, a it's a great exit. idea. It's, you can't, and, you can't lose. And and then then you know what the best you send them all there so you don't have more athletic people making feel less than yourself because <laughs> oh they've got a six pack. Get them on a fucking island that can compete with everyone and all the losers <laughs> like us can operate at a normal pace, not running everywhere. We just fucking feel I can feel confident with my shirt off because you just get those fuckheads away. Go and do your competition. We like watching TV and eating donuts. Fuck off. You can all hand each other my medals. You give the medal, I hand the medal back. Blah blah blah. Competing. We're over that because we are transformative. We don't need to compete. We realize it's all futile. We don't need to compete. A true Once you truly have insight, you don't need to compete against someone else because the only competition is against yourself. It's pretty brazen, dude. Like, I can't imagine if I was a billionaire, the last thing I would want to do would be spend $60 million acquiring Pedophile Island from the Jeffrey Epstein oh, dude, it's estate. Not- it's crazy. Why would you do that? It's like you, you're, you're a billionaire and you've, like, you've not appeared on the flight records, you know? You're like, whoa, Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> thank God I've, I sidestepped that one. But yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I have the opportunity to do now is intrinsically entwine my name with Jeffrey nah, yeah, Epstein's right. name forever and ever and ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah That's cra- you know, what a crazy is, move, man. They're so morally bra- bankrupt. There are a lot of rich people that wouldn't even know what was wrong with any of this. They'd be like, what's wrong? <laughs> what is this? Is this some obscure United States law? I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> It literally was the best island. It makes no sense. It's fucking, it's just these fucking do-gooders, these leftist idiots. What the fuck are they talking about? Human trafficking? It's absurd. The people go where I tell them. Fucking idiots. They do what they said. They're the slave population. I don't get it. I don't get it. Of course she was crying. Her life is horrible. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, dude, should we have a break? Yeah, this man, it's time, for a, it's time for a break. That's a good, that's a good spot. Okay, cool, man. I'll stop everything and then we'll start it again. Leveraging your home. Margin personal loans. Hedged by put contracts. Holding 15 overexposed bad positions. Lou mm-hmm.